Granny for Entertainers podcast, episode number one. You're listening to the Branding for Entertainers podcast, where we talk about your visual, verbal, and virtual brand and why it matters. This podcast helps entertainers grow and become someone that your clients and audience remember long after your gig is over. And now, here's your host, Billy Diamond. Well, hello, my name is Billy Diamond, and welcome to the very first episode of my brand new podcast, Branding for Entertainers. Now, my goal is to help you as much as possible throughout our episodes, and every Friday, we're going to tackle a new topic on branding. We'll discuss what you always wanted to know about branding, and we'll also tackle it in, you know, small chunks, say 20, 30 minutes at a time, and we're going we're gonna to do it week by week. And the best part is, is it's absolutely free to you. So whether you're a weekend warrior and new to the business or even just a seasoned veteran, I want you to understand that my goal for this podcast is to help you and your brand evolve because, you know, I've done this for a long time, many, many years, uh, over 40 actually, uh, you know, from the time I was just a little tyke. And I've learned so much along the way. And one thing that I can absolutely assure you of, and that is that even myself, I'm constantly evolving my brand. I'm constantly learning. And that's my goal behind this podcast because I want you to learn as well. I don't know everything. I'll be the first to admit that. But I would love to share with you my passion about branding. You're probably not going to be as passionate as I am, and that's okay. But I want your branding to become a forethought in your entertainment um, business as opposed to an afterthought. So I thought that maybe one of the best ways to kick off the launch of this podcast is not so much reinvent the wheel, so to speak, in telling you all about branding, what branding is, what branding isn't, but do a little revisit from my friend, Chris Shepard over at the Successful Performer Cast. And Successful Performer Cast podcast has been in uh, hiatus for a little while now, and he's getting ready to relaunch that. But this is an interview that we had back in 2015. And we're going to keep these segments pretty short, as I'd mentioned, anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. So with that in mind, we will do a series of podcasts from that podcast. And then after that, we will get rolling and directly into the meat of branding. Take it away, Chris. Hey, everybody. This is Chris Shepard from Successful Performer Cast. And I wanted to kind of give you guys a, a quick intro uh, to what you guys are about to hear. This is an interview that I did in uh, December of 2015. And this is an episode that was never released, never saw the light of day um, or made it into our feed because of a number of things that happened. Uh, We were waiting for, um, you know, different things to be finished or different pieces to fall into place before I was supposed to release this episode. And it just ended up never happening. But uh, in this interview with Billy Diamond, he talks all about branding. Uh, you know, he, he talks about his journey and stuff, of course, um, 
as a magician and and uh, you know in performing and stuff. But mainly, you know, he he talks about branding. He talks about how you can strengthen your brand, why it's important for magicians to brand themselves, and basically what branding is. So it's definitely a treat. You guys are really going to enjoy this unreleased episode. You know, I'd I'd love to hear what you guys think about it as well. Be sure to uh, let Billy know. And uh, I would also mention to you guys, keep an eye on SuccessfulPerformerCast.com and uh, my Facebook group, which you can find at SuccessfulPerformerCast.com slash FB group. Things are going to start happening there very soon. I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing you guys again. So we'll see you soon. Well, hey, thanks a bunch, Chris. I really appreciate that. And let's go ahead and get on to that interview right now. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show magician and branding ninja, Billy Diamond. Billy has been performing magic since 1975. And at the same time, he was also learning branding, marketing, and design techniques that he would later bring together, allowing him to merge his two passions and to go into business full time for himself. So, marketing-wise, he's run the gamut from copywriting, graphic design, composition, and even manning huge printing presses. And today he creates custom-branded props and show graphics for his own shows, as well as the shows of other entertainers as well. Billy Diamond, I am excited to have you as a guest on the Successful Performer Cast. Thank you for being here today. Absolutely, and I'm actually uh, just as excited. Wow, that's some introduction. I hope I can live up to that. (laughs) (laughs) The the first thing we like to do on the show is to start off with a little bit of inspiration. And so I'd like to ask you, do you have a favorite success quote or a specific mantra that you like to live by? Boy, I'll tell you, probably like a lot of your uh, uh, people that have been on your podcast, uh, Mm -hmm. I I, th- that races through your mind because there's just so many. Yeah. So as I was getting ready for this, I was trying to narrow it down to just one. And, you know, and it's kind of my own, but I think it's a good one. And that is uh, something that I even say as in my workshops, uh, as, a, as a performer in my performance workshops, and that is the world already has someone else. Just keep on being you. Ooh. And I think that's uh, some really some great words to live by as well. I, I like that. Could you maybe talk to that for a moment and uh, maybe talk about how you were trying to make that fit into your life? Because I know that as as magicians and entertainers, you know we're we're inspired by other other people's acts and stuff. But eventually, in in working things out and performing and stuff, you eventually find yourself. Could you maybe give us a little bit of uh, a, a glimpse into how that played out for you? Absolutely, boy. As you said that, uh, you almost sound like you were uh, you were some sort of mentalist, like you knew. <laughs> well, I, I did uh, recently uh, uh, interview Kenton Nepper, so maybe he's rubbing off on it. <laughs> that, that, that could very well be. Yes, yes, um, yeah. I, I'll tell you how that played out. Uh, like so many, uh, I know it's not an isolated situation, and it's a pretty common occurrence mm-hmm. to. Uh, when we start out in in magic, especially, uh, we see somebody that we really fall in love with. And we're, we want to be just like them. And uh, that's pretty much how this whole thing stemmed was, you know, growing up as a kid magician and seeing guys like Doug Henning and David Copperfield mm-hmm. and uh, the early days, of, uh, even Siegfried and Roy, uh, and watching their TV specials and knowing what I wanted to do as a magician, um, I, I realized that I would soon emulate them. Uh, well, let's just call it what it is, not emulate. Let's say copy. Yes. <laughs> right? Because yep. that's what we tend to do. 
Um, and, you know, I don't want to get off on a bunny trail. Uh, sure. But in hindsight, you know, I was going after not so much emulating their business practices as much as I was emulating them as a performer because I thought that's that's how you had to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but in hindsight, you know, knowing the business end of it, thinking, wow, you know, if I really would have stepped back and seen the business end of that um, would have been really cool. So, you know, those are really words that I live by today that, you know, the world already has a David Copperfield. Yeah. Uh, uh, so really, it's it's just about being you. And, and it took a long time in my career to really get to that point to understand that, wow, I'm trying and struggling so hard to be somebody else and just like them. And as I look around, I see, you know, a lot of people doing that same, same exact thing. Mm-hmm. They're... They want to do and copy what everybody else is doing instead of becoming original and becoming uniquely them. And boy, I'll tell you, a long story short, when you get to a point where it's where you refine and you're feeling good about who you are and you, you recognize who you are as a person, boy, no, nobody can touch that. And boy, that also leads to like niche markets and how to – and we'll talk about that a little bit too. But um, right. I'm, I'm getting a little bit off topic here because it's, <laughs> it's something I'm excited about. About you know, again, just just be you. Of course, be you. And I mean, when you when you find out who you are, and the super extension of who you are, you know that that's you. That's the performer you. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure I'm not the first person to come down the pike on your podcast to to uh, reiterate those words as well. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I it's it's just. It's such a process, you know, and and I'm I'm still trying to find out who I am performance-wise and you know, it's it's not anything that can just happen overnight either, you know. You really you really have to really work at it and and get out there and get in front of people and that's ultimately I I think how you got to do it, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. So. And you have to also you know, a part of that equation too is figuring out your market, you know. You could be a very uh, you could be a, a, a nothing wrong with Dan Sperry. I'll just use him as an example because that's who popped in my head. But right. you could be a, a Dan Sperry, but say I want to be a birthday party magician. There's just there's no there's a class there. It just doesn't you know. I'm not saying you can't perform for kids, but <laughs> Halloween. Time, you, you understand right? what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, find your market in that process. So I yes. guess what I'm saying is having that balance to not just find you, but find out who you identify with mm-hmm. in that market um, yeah. is is really key. So uh, you know, and part of that process of finding you. Uh, really is, if you stop and think about it, really relative to, to branding mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of guys start out and say, well, I want to do this, 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 and this. I want to do this market or this market, but they don't know who they are. Yeah. So I think one of the first steps in branding even is finding out who you are, finding out who you are as a person, mm-hmm. and then escalate that to who you are as a performer and uh, tie all that together in a big package. And like I say, you can't go wrong. Right. Okay, so let's let's jump right in here. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you are you're, you're a magician. You've been you've been uh, performing magic for for a number of years, but you're also an expert on branding. So, for those of us who might not know, tell us what is branding? Is is it something that's different for marketing? What what does that look like? They they are parallel. Mm-hmm. Um, however, branding is really about um, it, it goes deeper than your logo. I, I know that most people think about branding, they think, oh, well, that's my logo, that's my identity, that's what I have to show people. But branding is really this, uh, and there's lots of definitions to it, but branding is really about the perception that you want your audience to have about you. Hmm. 
Okay, that's that's okay. one element of branding. Another is is you know branding is also your integrity. What you say you'll do, you'll do. It's your word. It's your word. It's your promise. It's um, um, like I say, there's different elements of, of branding. So mm-hmm. it, it goes so much deeper than just just a logo or what your name looks like on your business card or on your website or whatever that might be. Um, so so really, it's about it's about perception and how you want to you want your audience or your buyer to perceive you. So then with, with that in mind, I mean, so you, you obviously want to consider how you want uh, your audience to perceive you. So what is, I guess, is that kind of the big goal behind branding? Well, as I said, branding is basically your word. It's the promise that you make to your audience, the promise you make to your buyer. Uh, it's about the integrity that you have. So, um, it's so important because it's such a strong element within your business, and you have to you have to deliver on that brand promise. So it it goes much more beyond just that graphic and like recognizing like we see Coke, we could see a a, a vague image of what Coke is that logo, but we we know what that is. Mm-hmm. But we also we've also been conditioned by them year after year, day after day, as big as of a company as they are, every single day, pretty much we see Coke advertising. And it's so important that we have that imagery. Now, we're, we don't have the money Coke does, right. but one of the things that we can do with our branding is we can, we can deliver on our promise. And part of, part of what I try to get guys and, and people to understand is it's about relationship building. Okay. And and that brings about that brings about loyalty because here again you're delivering on a small scale, okay? And to right. me that converts bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, Coke once upon a time back when they were first born, uh I think what the 1800s somewhere <laughs> um, around there. <laughs> yeah, so you know, they weren't known. They had to become known somehow. So mm-hmm. they delivered on their promise. And they continued to deliver on their promise. And, of course, they built bigger and built bigger and built bigger. Mm-hmm. And my thing with Brandy is it is so important because you have to deliver on that promise. And it's really hard to get the imagery of what your logo looks like into the minds of people. So that's why I say that the logo is just one little element of your mm-hmm. branding. It's so important that you know they understand you, you are the brand. That's, okay. that's the bottom line. You are the brand. Got it. Got it. Okay. So going back to Coke, just uh, just looking at their logo and and knowing who they are as a company. I mean, obviously they're they're a huge company, and um, you know, hearing about them, you you know, you automatically know all these things about them. So it really is kind of a, a huge order to to try and consider how we can do that for ourselves. You know what I mean? Sure. So. As an entertainer, what would be some of the first steps that I should take in order to brand myself? Well, uh, again, let's back up, and mm-hmm. it's one, finding out who, who you are, who you are as a person, who you are as an entertainer. Uh, there's so many other things that go into it. It's about, it's about finding your market, who your market is, who your target audience is. Uh, I'm a big believer that... Um, to find a niche market and do it well. Just find a really small market. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if I'm going to be a birthday party magician, I know I'm going to be a birthday party magician, but can I hone it in even deeper? Hmm. Um, so you know that's part of the branding process, but it's also 
um, not just saying I'm going to be a birthday party magician. Find out. Do do the research. Find out. Is that a market that's worth it? Is it? Uh, you know, what's the payoff? What? Uh, you know? Yeah. Why am I doing it? Okay. Uh, so. Again, there's there's a lot of analysis that goes into this process too on branding, where it's not just okay. Well, here's my logo, here's my thing. Uh, I mean, this gets way off. It, it can charter to so many different directions with branding because, again, you know, I know you're you you do uh, you do graphic design and you're in marketing. Um, so you 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 understand a lot of this. You understand how how colors play a certain role in the look of a logo or in the look of a brand. Yes, so, sir. You know, as I say, there's so many different elements to branding beyond just the graphic end of it. You have to when you when you dive in deeper and find out who you are as a person, who your audience is, and then you start to build your brand or even your logo, and then pulling your brand into that and what your unique selling proposition is as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. All that all that begins to convert. Right. And, and then you can kind of see how that parallels with marketing in general. Mhm. Mm um but a little little bit broader. <laughs> right. Okay. So so obviously then the the first things to do is to figure out who I am as a performer and and what kind of uh, magic I, I want to do personally and who my intended audience would be. So that, that's the first step. And once you, once you have that all figured out, is that when you can start trying to figure out visually in like a logo and stuff? You, you can. Okay. Um, that, and that is some of it. You know, like I said, you can dive in even deeper. You can find out you know, who, who's my competitors. I strongly suggest that once a person is able to identify the direction that they want to head or they know where they're heading, hire a professional to do the job. Right. Uh, I, I learned that from a bad experience years ago when I was on the road. And I thought, I'll write my own script for my, my first promo video. Mm -hmm. It was the worst thing I could ever do. I mean, in hindsight, it was like looking back, I thought, well, wait a second. I hired a professional to do this, but yet I did his job. And I bet you he would have done a much better job for me had I just let him do his what, he's, what he can do best. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I think, and like I say, I'll talk about this a little bit with one of your other questions, but I think it's so important that we try not to wear all the hats in our business. So... To answer your question, I know I went a long way to get there, but you know, you you can once you have all, a lot of this information about branding, who you are, who your audience is, and how you'll get to your next step. That's the other part of branding is how do you get there. So, mm -hmm. so it's one thing to know all those things, but the other part to that is the business aspect of it, to say, well, what will take them there? What will what will make you a memorable brand? So, so that's that's the real easy answer as to uh, a good starting point is, is, is some of those key things that I just gave you. Okay, okay. Well, I certainly hope that you're enjoying the interview so far with Chris Shepard and myself from his podcast, The Successful Performer Cast, and I'm sure you, that you understand that in an interview type situation like this, you, I can't really tell you everything. So just to reassure you that week after week as we get into this more, we're going to be hitting on really specific topics to help you but in the meantime 
Um, as Chris gets ready to relaunch his successful performer cast, I really hope you will stay tuned. I want to thank him once again for all his time, all his hard work. And boy, let me tell you, I understand firsthand right now how uh, hard it is to put a podcast together. It's a lot of time. And Chris offers, he's just a great guy that offers his heart, his soul, and a lot of time. And he has a lot of guests on his show. And by the way, we'll be having guests on here too. So, um, you know, these people are really great and you're going to get some really great content. So please be sure to visit Chris's site, Successful, not the, but just SuccessfulPerformerCast.com. And as well as his Facebook page, Successful Performer Cast. And let's get back to that interview now. And so that that is uh, my next question is, what are some of the other things that I can do to strengthen my brand once I have come up with a logo and you know a certain look uh, for my business? Um, what makes a strong brand? Ooh, that's a that's a that's a really tough question. I mean, <laughs> brand, branding just like marketing is about consistency. Okay. You no, know, think think about it in terms of uh, you know. I always think about how I always hear guys say when it comes to marketing, well, that didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Well, you've only tried it one or two times. Yes. And you think about marketing, and, and you understand this, and, and maybe a lot of listeners do, but there are others that don't. And I think it's a really key thing to really just listen close to. Branding and marketing is about consistency, consistency, consistency. Mm-hmm. You, we, we often want that phone to ring, or we want that email, and we want that gig right off the get-go. Um, it's no different than me with my branded props. You know, mm-hmm. when when I want when I want to be able to release that new prop and say, okay, well, this is great. Why is nobody getting it? Well, it could be a marginal, just a small marginal audience. Or I here again, I have to remind myself constantly. It's about consistency, consistency, consistency. So you know, what makes a good brand? I would say a, a good strong key element in that is not just a great graphic, but it's the consistency of getting that message across. Um, I'll use my own brand as an example. My hello, my name is yep. hello, my name is tag. The name badge. Yes, the name badge. Um, kind of accidental, but kind of purposed. That that has come to be a really good uh, a really good brand for me, just because now people can see a name tag and they automatically think of me. It's so <laughs> it's it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and and it wasn't really purposed that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that imagery is planted. That that seed is planted in their head, um, and I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to break the bank to come up with that concept of mm-hmm. "Hello, my name is." Um, that kind of came about. Uh, uh, I'll tell you a little uh, side story, if that's okay. And sure. that kind of that kind of came about with, uh, you know, people have asked me, "How did you come up with the name tag in the Hello, my name is Billy Diamond?" And that is uh, with with the market that I work in. Uh, which is the mental health market. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about that then too. Um, <laughs> I I really feel it's important that we we have so many labels in life, and uh, I I really utilize it in that way to basically the hello my name is is it basically started out as a blank label, and it didn't even say Billy Diamond. Mm-hmm. It was just a blank hello my name is tag, and the whole purpose of that is basically you know what I am who I say I am. 
And uh, the cool part about that is, you know, here again, that boils back down to the brand. It boils back down to, um, you know, just being me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the kind of um, another thing that came to mind in so when you're when you're creating your brand and you're you're creating the visual elements for your business and stuff, um, how can you how can you do that while still creating structure? And uh, so you can, you know, get your look out there consistently. But how do you re, uh, leave room for evolution and for things to change? You know what I mean? Sure. Um, well, think about Coke. Mm-hmm. If you look at their logo from the early days till now, it really hasn't changed a whole lot. So, right. so they've had some evolution and they've changed with the times. But I think the key is is not obviously you, you know it's just like it's just like shows you don't want to necessarily pigeonhole yourself into into something that's refined it doesn't work over here. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that process is going back to you know here again seeing the big picture. Who is your audience? Mm-hmm. But more than who is your audience now? Who do you want your audience to be? Yeah. So so it's looking you know to answer that it's really about looking down the road, not making a rash decision based off of this is where I'm at now. And this is where I'm going to stay. So when you when you pull all that information together, it, it's it's easier to it's easier to take a step back from it and look at it and say, is this something that can evolve? Mm-hmm. And you know the other part to that is is processing that and not just saying, okay, I have this logo, this logo, this logo, or I have this look of this brand, and this is this is what I want to convey. You know, shop it with other people, shop mm-hmm. it with people you trust, shop it with. More important than shopping it with other magicians and other entertainers, shop it with who your audience or your potential audience is going to be. Okay. Yeah. And have the, have them look at it and say, you know, give me some feedback on this. Don't don't even ask. You know, just put it in front of them. Ask them if they'll if they'll take a look at it and give you some uh, advice or constructive criticism on it, and 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 then be receptive to it. <laughs> I I do a lot of logo design for people who you know they're just stuck. This is the way I want it, and this is but. It's off target from who their audience really is, and and that's a sad thing. Yeah, uh, it, it's really important to find out who your audience is and how to adapt your brand around them, versus getting stuck on where where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, does that answer? Yeah, yeah, no, that that that's really good. I mean, you know, and and the other thing is that uh, you know, I, I'd imagine if if uh, somebody you know a, a magician started out doing kids parties and uh you know so they they branded themselves and their their logo and their website and everything um you know has a a very a very young um look that would appeal to kids and the parents of kids but then they decide that you know what they they maybe want to start shifting into a different market or whatever and maybe they want to go after businesses and start doing corporate events you know the the look that they have right now uh, obviously, wouldn't work for that, you know. So. Absolutely, and you are one hundred percent correct. And I and I hope our I hope your listeners uh, understand and get that that mm-hmm. that you know you, you it's hard to be a birthday party magician and have a fun. Well, we have to wrap up this particular episode of Branding for Entertainers podcast. Uh, my goal for the podcast, as I mentioned before, is to keep it around twenty to thirty minutes. I just think that's a really good time. But I do want to let you know that we will be continuing this interview with Chris Shepard and the successful performer cast. 
And I want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend time with me. And my goal is to really just, again, just help you as much as I possibly can with the knowledge that I've gained and uh, through my failures and and what not to do. (laughs) I think that's the best way to approach it is, is when you fail, you learn from that. You grow and you say, I won't do that again. And how can I help others from making that same exact mistake? So again, I do thank you for spending time with me. I want to encourage you as we wind things up for this particular episode to to please, if you have questions in regards to branding, uh, part of the things that I want to do on the podcast are answer your questions so that we can actually have an interview, a phone interview that we'll record and we'll talk about what your obstacles are when it comes to your brand. Okay, so you can simply send those questions directly to me, Billy Diamond, and my email address is hello at my name is billydiamond.com. I want to hear those questions, and if you have some ideas of people that you think should be on here to be interviewed, I want to hear that as well. Because this is my very first podcast, I would like to ask a favor of you. And that is, I need to try to get the word out about the podcast as much as possible. So do me a favor, please be sure to share Branding for Entertainers podcast with your friends and others that might benefit from it. But also, as we are on iTunes, I would like your uh, your comments and your reviews over there as well. That's going to help us really get a great start and get a good footing. So... Again, I thank you so very much for your time, and uh, I will see you, or in this case, you'll hear from me next week. Thank you again. My name is Billy Diamond. Bye-bye.